what we're doing now is like building a house. It's, we're building the home, and actually. Missing home, <laughs> home. So we're doing the foundation. But whatever is going, and then maybe we do the walls and like the ceiling or roof or whatever. But then how to decorate it inside of that foundation is not for us. It's for our community. You're listening to Miss City Podcast, hosted by Lena and Daniela of Miss City Home. We created this podcast to share our passion of empowering people. We want to encourage you to find and connect with your own abilities and inner strength. Our aim is to help you breach the gap of being human and connect with your spiritual self. And by sharing our own experiences and reflections, we open up the conversation for mystical ideas and how to integrate them in our human lives. exciting and scary <laughs> scary yeah finally we've been waiting for this and now as soon as the mics are up on the table it's like ding 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 ding, ding. my heart is going <laughs> yes. like crazy yes even though like you were saying we we do stand in front of people all the time mm-hmm. and in front of many people yeah. and there's never um my heart is never this fast no. <laughs> so. it's so strange and now it's just you and me we've been sitting here like having coffee and ta- talking for what, it's been two hours two hours <laughs> Yeah, and as soon as the mic is here, it's like, Ugh. we both of yeah. us just like look at each other and blank. <laughs> but maybe we should also mention for those that doesn't live here in Malmo that we're yoga teachers and we also work with energy and Reiki and that's what this podcast is going to be like all the time, talking about all of these things. But being on stage, kind of, mm-hmm. like holding yoga classes, that's what we're referring to. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think... You know, it's so interesting that every time we get together, we just have so much to talk about. We can just sit together for two hours and be like, oh, we should have just recorded that because that was such an interesting conversation. Mm -hmm. But uh, actually putting it together in more like a clean way, an organized way for a podcast and you would just get this like anxiety performance. Yeah, (laughs) but hopefully that's going to clear up. Like, Yes, I hope so. Since this is the first one and we've never done this before, so... Bear with us for this first or maybe the coming episodes. But we are really exciting to share everything that's been happening um, since. I mean, when did we really? I think it was maybe November. Yeah, like last yoga games. Yeah, I, I think, think it so. might have been. Yeah, yeah. So yoga game is this um, uh, Nordic uh, yoga conference. It's a really big one, and we're both teaching there. Not that we didn't know each other from before, because we had yeah, because we did, we did yeah. know each other from yeah. the very beginning when like, I moved to to yeah, yeah, we knew Mama. of each other more so than knew each other. Exactly, yeah. that was that. Yeah, and I feel like because I mean I moved to Malmo to almost two years ago from from LA, mm-hmm. and at the beginning I just didn't really know anybody and didn't really know what was I gonna what was I gonna do uh I didn't know if I was gonna be able to teach or if I maybe I needed like another kind of job uh, mm-hmm. somewhere working I don't know as <laughs> a so something um but how did you get into the yoga studios I never actually that. yes I know when I moved here um I I remember talking to David and saying okay maybe I need to consider David your fiance my fiance yeah. yeah sorry I just talk about like it's uh, yeah but David is my fiance so we've been together for for six six years mm-hmm. so uh 
we finally decided I was living in LA and he was living here in Malmo and we decided that I was going to move here. And that's, I think that's a story. It's a long story for like another podcast, mm-hmm. but in, in, to sum up, I was here and I moved here two years ago and I didn't really know anything. I mean, I, I was visiting him back and forth, but, um, never spend more than a couple of weeks in the city so I didn't really know much about it Mm -hmm. and when I moved here we considered me perhaps looking for jobs like a normal job like maybe working at a hotel or a cafe or anywhere that you know I could just start working right away and I remember that that was an idea but I just really didn't want that to happen I just wanted to keep teaching yoga and doing what I loved so I looked up all the studios and I did the research on what studios were for what and what studios hold the kind of classes that I wanted to 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 teach. Mm-hmm. And then I just remember when I took my first teacher training, actually, I remember my teacher saying, if you want to teach somewhere, just go directly to the director or to the person that owns the studio and talk to them. Go take their classes and get a class, like get um get familiar with them, get to know their stories, get to know the reason why they have the studio and then build a relationship from there because this is the more important thing. So then I, I was doing that. I, I was like, okay, I'm going to to go to the studios to get to know the people that own the studios and I'm going to take their classes because I want to know what kind of yoga they teach and how they teach and their energies and stuff. So that's what I did. I, I went I went to two different studios I went to Yoga Kendra and I went to Hot Yoga Malmo here in, in, in the city and I took the classes with their owners and and then from there it just kind of it kind of happened mm-hmm. that uh, I mean I remember one of the it was I think it was my first class that I took and it was Mina from from Hot Yoga Malmo and then we got out of the class and I just sat talking to her telling her that I just moved here like two weeks ago and that I I was a yoga teacher and that I just kind of wanted to get to know the community. And then she was right away. She was like, okay, do you want to, do you want to give it a try? Do you want to teach and see how it goes? And I was like, okay, when do you want me to teach? And then she's like, you can come tomorrow. <laughs> and then, so that from there, it just kind of opened up uh, doors for me. And mm-hmm. I started teaching right away mm-hmm. in both studios, which was really nice. So it's been really welcomed. I think when people ask me how it's been the transition from moving from LA to, to Malmo, and I think, the reason that I was so welcomed in the yoga community has helped me so much to to feel part of the city and to feel like I'm home. Mm-hmm. So, that's yeah, great. Mm. Yeah, I think that's great tips also for new yoga teachers. Even though you're not coming from somewhere else, but you might just finish your teacher's training, and you want yes, to get absolutely. a yoga job. But how do you do it? Like, so I'm holding my own teacher's training, like, and that's one of the things I. I tell my students, you have to go to the studio, get to know the vibe and get to know the community there because you can't just send, like, it's not like a regular job. You exactly, don't send yes, a, you cannot just yeah. put a resume yeah. in and, and go, yeah. It's so mm-hmm. different. So I'm like, you need to know because you're working with people yes. and you need to know what the vibe is. It's different at each and every studio. Mm-hmm. So you need to resonate with that. And yes, because sometimes somewhere. even even if you do like the studio, like from an outside point of view, when you perhaps get to know the people that go there mm-hmm. or the owners or things like that, it's just maybe you don't resonate with that vibration exactly. and that's totally fine. Yeah. It's just kind of finding what is that really works with you and that you really feel, okay, this is my second home mm-hmm. and then you can 
perhaps build that relationship with you know the per- people that work in the studio yeah. and then and then from there go yeah. and do that but first I think it's really important to go take a class go take their classes get to know to what they do how it works and become part of the community uh, without even just trying to get a job because it just mm-hmm. like you said it doesn't work that way when it comes to teaching mm-hmm. uh, yoga yeah <laughs> so, yeah yes and to talk about community so that's why we're here today pretty yes. much like the two of us and what we're trying to create or maybe offer for the for everyone else to create together building a community because mm-hmm. it's so important to have that especially if you move to a new place or if you um, want to be a part of something it's important to have that backup it's so easy to feel alone like I lived in the States as well. I'm from here. But yeah, you did. How many years did you I live in the I was back States? and forth for 10 years. Okay. So coming back home to Malmo, it was like starting new. And now I was a different person. Like I had this whole yoga persona and this whole different interest like that none of my friends from before had. So right. I had to find that place or create it for myself or look for those people. Um. To find your own community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. And going back to how we got together, it's like we knew of each other, but we weren't particular friends. Exactly. But then all of a sudden, we're sitting here and we're creating this business together and building a community together. And that leads us into what it is we want to share. Mystic home. Mystic home. Yes, I. I remember. I was actually really thinking before we a couple of days because I knew we were gonna record this, to think about how we actually came together, how all these things came together. Because I don't think you ever have the whole picture before you start into a new project. I mean, you have an mm-hmm. idea and you kind of have a sense of, of what you want to create, but having everything hundred percent clear, I don't think, I don't think it's possible. So, but I think we. I remember, yes, we met up in yoga games and then from there we, we said maybe we should get coffee yeah. or, or maybe work together. Yeah. Uh, and I think we even talked about a, a retreat in Bali. Mm-hmm. We said that. Yeah, because we, we were talking about like how much we like it and yes. you know the energy there is very different from any place I've been. So we started already talking a little bit about energy. Yes, and then and then I talked a little bit about what I, the work that I was doing with Shakti Hood and then... Mm-hmm. Um, that maybe we could combine some of the things that we did because we pretty much do the same but we do it very differently and I think that's why this podcast could be very interesting since we like I said we are very different Mm -hmm. but we do the same things or our purpose it's very similar Mm -hmm. what we want to what we want to to create is is the same but we come in from different ways and different uh, points of view so I think that's going to be very valuable for the community we're starting to create. There is no right and wrong. And I think many times when it comes to yoga or when it comes to energy work that you think you have to be a certain way and you have to do things in a specific way. Yes. And for us to show that we do it very differently, but with the same core and same purpose and same heart. And yes, and I think that's very valuable. Yeah. 
Um, so anyway, so then we, I think we, we got together and the next thing I remember is like us in this little coffee shop. I don't remember the name of the coffee mm -hmm. shop, but I remember we just sitting and starting to draw our logo. Yeah. Like, let's put this together. And I remember yeah. the, the name, the, or the word home was always mm -hmm. there from the mm -hmm. very beginning. Mystic was not, No. it came after, mm -hmm. but home was always there. Yeah. And But I don't remember sitting and saying like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna open this thing or we're yeah. gonna create this thing together. It just kind of uh, it was like a natural, organic mm -hmm. um, develop towards just creating something. And then we talked about doing um, um, how do you call the boards like the the vision boards the vision boards uh -huh. yeah talking about doing vision boards and putting our our like ideas together mm -hmm. and our purpose together. But I think so talking about energies I think the energies were there and it was also the right time like we've been manifesting this and visualizing this separately yes. and then it came together we can talk more about that later but I think also when because we decided that well we should get Reiki from each other since we're both doing Reiki yes I remember that and maybe that's also when it just came together because mm. then we got to see each other in a different way where we maybe our souls recognize each other um yeah i don't know i had this sense of like this is so familiar to me like your energy is something where i feel safe and i feel at home yes and it was from the very beginning i think it was just kind of like something that it was not starting there but it had started a way way long back mm -hmm. that it was just now coming into like the next stage of manifestation yeah because i was telling lena that uh, i had the idea of of creating something like home, like mystic home for a very, very long time. And I had many inspirations from uh, a lot of places that are opening up in the States. And I remember that when I moved to Sweden two years ago, I thought that I wanted to open something like that. But I remember in, on a walk uh, with David, my fiance, that I was telling him, I really want to create this kind of community and I want to have this space for people but i am so new to the city that i don't think it's possible for me to do it alone and i don't think it's the time for me to do it because i'm just not ready or established enough to be able to create something so big which is what i envision and i also remember it's one of the little things that we talked about i also remember that i since i knew i couldn't do this alone then i started manifesting and every morning in my meditation i would say send me a soul sister send me like somebody that i can um do this with that is going to be like i need somebody i knew that i couldn't do this alone so that i needed a support i needed a sister i needed somebody to do it with and i remember because i you know, shout out to my really good friend, Sarah, back in LA. Sarah and I, Sarah is just such a beautiful soul. And Sarah and I had so many ideas of things that we wanted to create together. She's a yoga teacher in, in LA. And the thing about us is that I was moving. So I was always kind of in motion. Like I was not settled completely in LA. And so the timing was not perfect for us, even though we had so many ideas of things that we wanted to create together. But when I moved to Malmo, I was really sad because I thought that I wasn't gonna find something like that again. I was like, I, I'm not gonna find my Sarah again, or who's gonna be my Sarah? Somebody that talks the same language that I did I do, and that understand me not only from a physical point of view or from an intellectual point of view, but understands me from a vibrational soul or spirit point of view. Um, so then I also was manifesting not only opening up the space, but I was manifesting my Sarah. I was manifesting somebody to do it with. 
and and then I remember that after the few times that we met and talked about creating this together, I was like, I think I manifested Lena. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just she's the, she's the, the person that I've been talking about and and asking uh, to be to be um, connected with. Mm-hmm. So the, that was very special because I've never. I mean. It was for us. It wasn't an instant thing. When no. I met you, I didn't really feel any. I mean, at that no. time, I was, I was in my own bubble and I was trying to figure my way into the city, and I didn't feel that instant connection at all. No. It was uh, no. It wasn't instant. Yeah, I no. think that had to happen because mm-hmm. um, I don't think any of us were ready. Like I was doing yes. a lot of my own work and then creating my. My first teacher's training and just like I said, working with myself, like as on a human level, yes. level, because I've been working on the spiritual. You know, that's always work, but then working on being human, which is also important to have Very that important. balance. Yes. Um, but yeah, I also had this like vision, and I was also manifesting this years ago. And this is when I was still in the United States and I didn't know I was coming back to Sweden. Mm. I had no plan to go back here. But my visa didn't come through, so I had to move back. But I was in this training. It's called um, Off the Mat Into the World. Um, it's with Sean Korn. And, yeah, I've uh, heard of yeah. it. Mm. It's very interesting. You do a lot of like shadow work and sound healing and manifestations and mm. things like I that. I bet it's super powerful. It's very powerful. So we were about 50 people there. So you're there for five days in the middle of nowhere, mountains around, no cell connection, nothing. No, I get the chills. Yeah. That sounds amazing. So then this whole training starts. So it's very diffuse, like what you're going to do in the training. They're like, are you ready to work with yourself? Are you ready to build a community and make change? I'm like, yes, yes, yes. So... <laughs> I go there, but I'm like, whoa, little did I know. So you have to work through like who you are, your traumas, your shadows, all of that. And they're saying, so that's the first couple of days. And people are just like breaking down. Not that they're like breaking you down. Not like that. (laughs) But But you're bursting open. And the reason for that is because if you don't know yourself and your shadows, how would you ever know someone else's? Yes. So that's the start. And then from there, you start seeing like, okay, what's your dream? Like, how do you want to live your life? And what kind of community do you want to create? And we had to do all of these journaling exercises and things like that and share it. So it's very important also, once you've manifested something, to share it with someone else. If you say it out loud, that's even more powerful. Yes. So... I have, I should look for that for another podcast when we look at manifestation specifically. But what I've said about this space I wanted to create. So I'm like, I want to create a healing center. It's not just going to be one thing. It's going to be many things. Because as a human being, we have many different things. We layers, have to work. Yeah. Layers, yes. And also, many times you go to acupuncture at one place. You go get Reiki at another and, and you then look you at do yoga, yoga and, place. and then it's all the same. It's just different tools of working with it. Yes. So this is what I always wanted to do. And like you said, I came back, you came, came to Sweden, I come, came back to Sweden, but I didn't have a community. You know, how would people know if I opened shop, like, hey, come here. <laughs> like, that's not, like, that's not how it works. And you have to 
build things step by step and allow it to come. And I think there's a lot about timing, like things timing is so important sometimes like we could be ready for certain things but the timing is just not perfect the, yeah. you need to there has to be some patience some trust that everything comes just mm-hmm. when it needs to come through yeah. and that uh, if you yes i think it's timing is such a huge mm-hmm. huge thing because otherwise you go against energy and sometimes you can feel that even though you want it like oh i want people to come to this retreat or come to my classes and sometimes you're just pushing too much pushing, yes Instead of just sitting back, it's like, okay, what's actually happening? Mm-hmm. Where's energy taking me? Yeah. Is there something I can do to follow it and just trust? And that's hard. It's really hard. It is. It is because there's a lot of trusting that uh, there's nothing wrong with you. There's mm-hmm. nothing, you know, that it's, it's bad. It's just, again, we're working against energy so how do you come back and how do you realign into energy and i think it's getting out of the ego a little bit Mm -hmm. and more into like a flow yeah state of flow so this is what we're talking about a lot you and me like when we talk whenever about being human and and listening to the energy or you know the flow yeah so so when you get stuck in the ego you're in your human self but sometimes that's when you need to open up even more to your spiritual being or listen to the energy, the intuition, whatever you want to call it. So there's not a right name either. Mm-hmm. So maybe you, like that gut feeling telling you like, mm, this doesn't really feel good or like, yes, this is what I should do. Mm-hmm. So finding that balance of being human, who you are in whatever situation, as well as trusting something that might be a little bit bigger yes i agree um so so anyway so then i think if we recap Mm -hmm. (laughs) into actually how we how it all developed i think it kind of there were a lot of things happening at the time when we were when we were putting this the the core of what mystic home is because i was we were traveling i was traveling i went Mm -hmm. to columbia and then you, what, what was happening in your then? I was going to start putting together, so this is my f- third uh, teacher's training. Yes. So it was all like putting all of that together. Hmm. Um, and then we started to kind of figure it out, okay, where are the, what are the elements or what are the things that are tools, again, under the same kind of umbrella of trying to work holistically in the body. Like we're, we are so much than just physically so then how what are the tools that we can offer for people to work on many layers of their being Mm -hmm. and and then putting that together and and it just kind of started rolling really fast Mm -hmm. and but also i I think it's very important to say that one of the things that we said from the very beginning was let's go slowly but surely yeah i think it was very important that we are we're never trying to push anything and we're always it's taking way longer than we expected, mm-hmm. a lot longer. And I think for a lot of our, for some of the layers that we are going to eventually release, it's going to take a lot longer. Yeah. And, but I think it's important that we allow that time to pass and, and to not force. Like we're never, we're never stopped working on this, mm-hmm. but we just not trying anything that it's, like you said, against energy. Yeah. So it's always like, understanding okay this is this doesn't feel like it's ready and there's just wait and some things that happen along the way instead of seeing them as like 
as a, a block or as a problem seeing them like okay maybe it's not the time maybe yeah. it's not the right time and maybe we need to wait a little bit and find something else and and we eventually been able to find people places that just come to us just at the right moment to what we need yeah and i think it's what we're doing now it's like building a house is we're building the home actually <laughs> home, yes. home. so we're doing the foundation but whatever is good and then maybe we do the walls and like the ceiling or roof or whatever but then how to decorate it inside of that foundation is not for us it's for our community so we're going to create this together like yes we have the tools and maybe we put up like the foundation Oh, I get what you and mean, then, yes. And then we create it together. And that's what we want. This is what we wanted from the, the beginning. The collaborative yes. work. Yeah. Yes. So, yes, we're putting the structure. All of it is going to be there. And we're going to offer tools. And we're going to offer, you know, different events and all of that. But then it's hard to say, like, this are, these are the specific things we're going to do. It's going to be created after the need. Depending after the need. Yes. And yeah. I, I think there is a big need of that home. Yeah the core of it mm -hmm. and then i think that as it evolves and as it goes we'll see what more specific needs there are for this home to keep on developing and maybe little homes around like you said decorating it mm -hmm. but I, i i believe that it also has a lot to do with the community like when we start to build that high like bigger community and bigger community i think that's how everything will come more together and our whatever we are offering us tools then they will derive depending on the community and the need of the community yeah and i i would like for us to touch upon the idea that we think that we are channeling something that that need that needed to happen mm -hmm. i i came today and i told i told lena i was like can we just talk about can we just talk about the fact that this project this home is bigger than us that we are not the the we are not the we're just the instruments yeah, as something the facilitators mm -hmm. for for this to come through this needed to come through this i think the community it was it's needed and we just happened again to be in the right time in the right place mm -hmm. to give birth to something that needed to to manifest yeah. and and it, everything has felt like that we we've channeled everything that we have brought together through dreams, mm -hmm. through uh, Reiki sessions, through meditation. So when we get together in a meeting, I uh, it always starts with like, I dream about this that we should do. Or I was in meditation and this came through me. My guide told me about this. Or I talked to this person that said this was a message for somebody. So everything that we've put together so far has come from channeling the highest I think the highest needs or whatever this bigger um, home that wants to be created. And then we're just the instruments. I never feel really lucky to yeah. be, to actually be the instrument for this to give, to, to be born. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm very grateful and proud and also humbled by it. Absolutely. So, and just like now the last couple of weeks when we came out telling Our community that this is what we're doing like the response we gotten has been very very beautiful like people are like oh my god wow this is different this is something mm -hmm. you know i've been looking for this is something that has been missing and i think this is the right time mm -hmm. like many people told me that like oh this must be the right time even though 
these people might not be in the old community or know that much about energetic work, but they're like, wow, it seems like this would be the time for it. And people Absolutely. are more ready to embrace that part. Yeah, and and it's just been so humbling to to be part of of, of such a like uh, wonderful work. And like I said, we don't have the whole picture of it. I think it's, it keeps on revealing and revealing and layers and layers keep on coming. But working with the energy, working in a flow state has been has been really incredible. And the fact that I think when you say when we when we release our first event and it got booked within a week or so, and people are you know oh I, I wanted to get in it and and then now it's booked and things like that. But it's for us to understand even more that this is bigger than us. And we, from the very beginning, wanted to make sure that this was not about us, even though, yes, we are the facilitators and yes, we, um, we are going to be offering tools for people. But to know that it's, this home is for everybody yeah. that feels the call, that feels a need, because this, we are just putting the house together but for, for, for the bigger purpose. Yeah, and it's a place for place and space and uh, whatever it might be like mm-hmm. whatever situation event where people get to come feel at home and feel like they can grow and I think that's the main purpose like what is it that we want to do we want you to find your truest self trust your abilities your strengths and also bridge that sometimes gap between the human life and the Spirit the life. spiritual life and uh, touching upon that the we also talked about the bridging between of a spiritual life and the human life and i think it's very important to touch upon that because we emphasize a lot about bringing that gap together or br- building the bridge of that and we were talking just earlier today about some people that are talking about the chakras now they are very high up on their so chakras chakra. Thank you. Maybe yes. we should clarify. Yes, please do. For those of, <laughs> yes. please. So, so, so chakras, so it said, well, different, um, different people say different things, but I talk about seven major chakras. Chakras are energy fields within the body. So it's from the base of your spine up to the crown of your head, but of course it's your whole body and it's also your aura. The aura is like the energy field that's also outside of your body. Like we say, you're not only your physical body, it's more Many than that. layers, yes. Yeah, so. So, so in talking about the, the chakras, a lot of the work that I do in Reiki 101 is the reading of the chakras, um, aside from the Reiki, of course. But we talked about a lot of people living their lives up in their higher chakras. Like I, well, living very spiritually or living in their psychic abilities and then forgetting or not really wanting to be humans, not really wanting to feel pain or suffered or get a heartbroken and things like that. So a lot of people live up there and then their, their work is to actually come back to earth and come back to their humanity so that they can feel things that perhaps have been stored in their bodies and they just haven't uh, given them, themselves the space to feel it. And for some people, aside from that, they could have a lot of psychic abilities and they have a lot of spirituality, but they live so grounded and so comfortable in their humanity and their, um, how do you, like their, their structure life mm-hmm. that they are 
blocking somehow the the current that goes up to the spirituality to have actually a balance between their higher realms and then their their mm-hmm. earth um, and then there's for some people it's actually they're very awakened up in the higher chakras and their spirituality and their intuition and they're also very grounded but their problem is that somehow like in their in their solar plexus in their the middle in their belly when there is when we call we call the solar plexus like your will your power and they're they're a little scared to 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 see what it will be like if they combine their spirituality and their human life together. Mm-hmm. So then they get a little stuck there. Yeah. So I think our work is to to first share this this stuff mm-hmm. to know that it's it's normal for for us to be way up somehow in the chakras or in the middle or in the lowest just to know that all of us go through it and there our work is to kind of balance out the flow of energy up and down along the chakras or the the work together like to work holistically in all the chakras so they can help each other and and we can be the biggest expression of ourselves so our work is like mainly based on the idea that we embrace all that we have and all that we are so that we can start to work towards combining everything together to be our highest potential or to be our highest beings and because that's something we've been talking about a lot as well because if we talk about energy and we can talk about like how to clear your crystals or how to trust your intuition all of this for some people if we, we just talk about that People think it's a little bit woo-woo, right? <laughs> so, like, it's almost like jokingly saying that, okay, we're the modern-day witches. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get into more of that as well, but also feel like this is not something that's weird. It's just like you have a personality trait. We've been talking about this. Someone's got a very high IQ, or another person is very creative, and a third person maybe well has something else and then some people <laughs> some people just are a little bit more spiritual or sense or the, the world around, yeah right. sense sense the world in a different way it doesn't have to be that you're weird or different because sometimes i think that many people feel like i'm so different i don't want to talk about this like how did i know that but if you this don't talk person. about it, then people don't know about it. And then that's why we don't know that this exactly. is a conversation that happens in everybody's yes. heads or a lot of people's heads. Mm-hmm. So this podcast, I think we're going to start opening up the conversation and make it like available for people to start the conversation with others as well. That is not something you have to hide. Either you feel a lot of things or you don't feel anything. It and doesn't it, matter. Like, just to share a little bit of my story, I remembered this. I don't know if I've shared this with you. Maybe I have. When I I was very, very um, sensitive to energies when I was a little kid, and I blocked that, and we can get into that in another episode, but I blocked that for many years. And when I came back to it, I remember talking to a healer and having a, a chat with her and telling her, okay, but how... Like, how does my life look like right now then? Like, if I, yeah. like I, do I have to change? What do I have to be? Because if I am able to see and sense and understand 
the world from this other perspective how can I even go back to where I was or how can I be the person I am how can I be with my fiance how can I be with my mom how can I you know what person am I and I remember her telling me this was one of the best words that I've, I've ever heard and it's just helped me so much she was like you don't have to be anybody you're still the same mm -hmm. and nobody needs to feel different around you and you don't have to feel different around you. You don't have to dress a different way. You don't have to do any different jobs. You just, you just broadening up and you're listening and you're seeing more. That's all. Mm -hmm. So it was really interesting. I feel like we have this and it could be the other way around. It could be that you've always been um, very, intuitive and very um sensitive to these things and then for you the work is to actually combine that with your humanity so it, it's just that that gap between understanding that we are just normal and that these things are part of being a human i mean we are spiritual beings after all yeah and i think that many times you think about the word change you have to change something or if you experience something you have to change that or yes, something like that. But the word I want to invite people to carry with them is acceptance. Just accept who you are and all that you are. And then with acceptance, if you want change, that's going to come. I agree. So maybe we should end up this first podcast with those words and... Next time, we'll have a specific topic to talk a little bit more about. And now this was just a broad invitation into, you know, our life and the community and the things to come. Absolutely. We thank you so much for listening and for supporting us. Thank you so much for turning into Miss City Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know your thoughts. Leave us a review and share it with your friends who might benefit from this conversation. 